Freedom is a feeling, and the best way to truly feel free is behind the wheel of a Jeep SUV. Find out what true freedom feels like at Jeep Freedom Days. And now, financing at $2,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 531-22. Jeep is a registered trademark. The future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Ready. All right. Here we go. <laughs> hey, what's up? Family made it happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk talk, baby. Right. Boxing talk. Yeah. That's right. I'm gonna monitor <laughs> the group as well. <laughs> I'm gonna monitor the group as well. All right. I'm trying to do my best Sly Stallone impersonation. You know? <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Let's talk boxing. Yeah. <laughs> What's <good>. up, Josh? <laughs> yeah, there were some fights. I I tried to watch, you know, the car, the British car last night, but. The stream was poor, so I only got to see two fights. Okay. And then you know, yeah, it kept kicking me out. <laughs> okay. I well, I did watch watch uh, you know Savage, Allen, of course, he his fight. Uh, well, yeah, I still need to watch was, that one. Yeah, that was a pretty fun fight, you know. Even though his opponent was just his guy, who was there to be hit, you know, but he did a. Uh, he did have some good moments, even that guy. But he took so many shots, you know. That guy Bennett. Does she call so. a jag? Just the guy, you know what I'm saying? Just the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's right. Cool. Yeah. So it it was the first time I think that he went uh, five rounds, I believe, Alan. I don't think he ever went so far <laughs> before. Okay. So. Wow, that's yeah, it was a cool. Yeah, a corner stoppage. You know that guy really took so many punches. He was very tough. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah, and 
Yeah. Good. And then I also watched Fabio Worley, but I, you know, what happened just at the time that he knocked out that guy, Nick Webb, that my stream froze, so I didn't get to see the knockout itself. <laughs> so that was really, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I haven't seen that one either, uh, but that was one I was looking forward to checking out in addition to the Babic one. So, you know, we actually went live uh, yesterday. I had started the process, or, or at least I had started out um, watching it as well, trying to watch it on my phone after we had finished up um, which I got to another mm. area because I, I had to drive somewhere. And basically, I was able to catch um, one fight. I can't even recall what it was, but it was there in the beginning. One, maybe two of them, actually. Uh, but I wasn't able to catch this stuff uh, right around the time that uh, Babbitt and company were getting ready to uh, come out there. So I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to go back, check that one out for sure. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, one thing that is a little bit worrying is he did, in the second round, he did get hit quite a lot, so he needs to work on his defense, but maybe, uh, you know, maybe he was too, you know, like, oh, this guy can't hurt me, so he was a little too cocky, you know, maybe it's that okay. the reason. <laughs> I think he would be more cautious against, you know, one of the the better guys for sure i think yeah i hope <laughs> yeah we would have to yeah. think so i wonder what that actual sort of step up fight would be you know just thinking about it from an overall perspective yeah. because of the fact that he uh of course is a small heavyweight right now he's fighting a bunch of no hopers in some sense and <laughs> yeah when he's ready to step it up or when they feel that time, it's that time, Eddie and Toe, of course, mm. then I just wonder who that step-up fight would be uh, as far as the mix or crops of heavyweights that are out there. Now, thinking out yeah. top um, and just kind of doing a comparison with some of the other younger guys who've had those step-up fights, maybe a guy like... Uh, I want to say his name is Bogdan Denu, but would that be a bit too much for him as far as a stepped-up fight? Denu, I think, is the guy who, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, oh, yeah. who uh, Du Bois just had. Yeah. Du Bois just fought him in his sort of comeback fight from his little eye situation, right? It, it, I think that's him. Uh, someone like that. Yeah. You think that uh, Babbitt would be ready for someone like that who is – Sort of one of Very those texture guys, but yes, but he is big. Yeah. He is big enough to be yeah. a sort of parameter in comparison to the other top guys, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, Dinu has had a few really, you know, bad losses uh, late in his last few fights. Mm -hmm. He was even, I believe, knocked out by Puleva, I think, in one of the later rounds, but anyway, yeah. uh, but he's still, he's still, as you said, a very big guy, uh, <laughs> and uh, Allen is hardly, you know, a really devastating puncher, he's more like an, an accumulation puncher, I would say. Yeah. You know, so, so yeah, yeah. Bond in the news, Definitely. he's 6'5", so yeah, yeah. He, um, I think he, let me see, did he take on... There's another guy who I know took yeah, on just... Ajagba as well, but this isn't him. So, okay, so yeah, that may be too much of a step up, but it would definitely be a good 
sort of test in terms of yeah. whether you can handle a guy of that size. I need to look at a job. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to look up. Uh, yeah, he's a little bit too too big, too dangerous, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's about the limit, I would say, of uh, how big uh, his opponent should be for Allen. So I, I don't think he should take on those guys who are six, 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 seven. You know, yeah, the, but, that makes you yeah. makes you wonder. <laughs> oh yeah, and shout out to uh, yeah. Nick who joined uh, in. Nick Slack or Slack. I could be getting it wrong, but I like the last name. Mm -hmm. But Nick over at uh, Die Hard Boxing Fans, that group. It's a cool group. It's not just uh, boxing though. It's some other stuff as well. Some yeah. wrestling stuff. If you're a fan of that, so appreciate you joining in, Nick. Um, but I just looked up this other guy. So if F.A. Ajagba fought this guy, his name is Razvan Kojanu. I think that would be a good yeah. test. He's 17 he's and 7. He's, yeah, he's bigger. He, he's a Romanian. 6'7", right? Yeah, 6'7 yeah. and a half, 81-inch reach. Wow. So I think he would be a good sort of step-up test for Babic to let us know if Babic yeah. can even be considered <laughs> a serious player at heavyweight. Um, because that's the type and size of a guy he's gonna have to face if he's actually, if he actually has intent on trying to win a title, which would be a long shot at his size anyway. Yeah, definitely. I I think right now he may have will may want to fight someone like the guy that got knocked out by Ward <laughs> Nick Webb. I think mm. there was some talk about that, you know, and they met before those fights. Uh, and, uh, you know, he was like, oh, Nick Webb, don't come here, don't run from me. <laughs> That's okay. kind of, he was doing his banter or trash talk, whatever you call it. Okay, yeah, I see Nick so, Webb here. He's 17 and 3, um, 6 5. Yeah. yeah, so he has the size. Oh, yeah. He's not so, you know, he started off well, actually, against Worley, but he's a. Uh, the problem is Worley is a lot faster, a lot more athletic, and this guy yeah. is more like a big, lumbering guy who wins on strength, you know, and power. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that, I, that would be, a, a, I guess, an interesting one to see. I see Worley got him out of there in one round. Oh, another name I see that Worley lost to, which may be, yeah, I'm going to say he's probably too much for him, but David Allen, for instance. I like David Allen. Uh, yeah. I wonder how yeah, Babbitt would do with someone soft. like that. Um, if he were to beat someone like David Allen, who, you know, isn't going to be the top guy, but who is always going to be a player uh, in there with whomever, yeah. then I think that would say a lot. He's got, he's got plenty of heart, for sure, and he can punch. He proved that, you know, when he knocked out uh, Lucas Brown. Yeah. But he's slower. I think Allen will have a speed advantage anyway. Okay. Over him, I think. Which yeah. Allen? Allen Babbage or could... David Allen? Yeah, yeah, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Babbage. <Savage. Okay. laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Because, you know, even though, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, but it would be a good test for uh, Allen right now. And, uh, you know, Dave, Dave Allen is not such a huge guy, so it would be also a rather good guy. Yeah, he's 6'3", 75-inch I mean, reach. Yeah. Babbage is a... Uh... Yeah, so... That, I think that it's would be an uh, equitable sort of size. Uh, comparison. Yeah. He's 18 and 5. Yeah, that's right. Two draws, tough guy. We already mm. know that. So, yeah.
If Babbitt wants to step it up, I want to see him against a guy like that. If he can get a guy like that out there, out of there, at his size, at heavyweight, then, hmm. you know, we can we can see how he just continues to advance from there. Other, other than that, yeah. though, if he wants to continue sort of this style of fight uh, or, or kind of in that vein of, and I saw Steve Kim, that mentioned something like this, sort of like butter being a if it's a four rounds, <laughs> four rounds of exciting fights, then I yeah. think hey, there's a place for that as well, you know. So we'll see. Yeah, why not? I'm not. I think I lost you sound wise, there, Slavin. But uh, welcome Darren Dobson as well. Darren, <laughs> Darren's a great boxing mind. He's over in the uh, UK as well, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And a uh, great boxing mind, especially on the historical <laughs> stuff in the unloved era. He has that boxing group. Uh, and, yeah, a lot of yeah. a lot of uh, knowledgeable stuff coming from Darren. So thanks for even tuning in here for however long. But, yeah, um, yes, yeah, but, yeah, uh, as far as whatever uh, Babbage is fighting, Savage Babbage, hey, sign me up. I, I just think he's an exciting guy to, to watch just regardless of uh, how things play out. Yeah. Know? And I think yeah, that uh, as we've discussed, uh, yeah, we may, as far as title concerns are, uh, or, or title contention is concerned, maybe if he goes down to cruiserweight, then that is a area where we can maybe look at title competition yeah. more seriously with them, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's right. I think so too, yeah. Uh, I will, I'm also kind of uh, excited uh, to see that other creation heavyweight who is not Hergovich, but uh, okay. uh, that guy, Milos, because he signed yes. with Warren, but he still hasn't had a fight and, and nothing has been scheduled either, so as far as I can see. So okay, this is the guy that's coming up, right? Yeah, so he has been inactive for two years, so I hope he gets okay. a fight soon, you know, because he he needs that really badly. Yeah, he's the yeah, guy who stopped Kevin Johnson. Him. Okay, yeah. Yeah, uh, the Kingpin. Uh, so, Kingpin Johnson. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. Peter Milos. <laughs> Peter Milos. Yeah. Yeah, Petar Milos, yeah. So oh, it's Petar. the same as Peter, yeah, right. basically. <laughs> yeah, Petar. Gotcha. Yeah, like, he's 15 and old. Yeah. Yeah, he's a very oh, yeah, good uh, talent. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah, he's, Dennis I Bokhtar, think... Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Not because, not, I didn't mean to uh, catch you off with Dennis Bokhtar. I know you yeah, recently no. fought this other guy that was, uh, this other guy who was coming up. I can't remember um, where he's from, but this big, tall heavyweight who's about 6'7", this Bokhtar, this Russian guy who's well-traveled or... Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, he, um, yeah, he's well-traveled and, and, um, mm -hmm. yeah, he was just recently knocked out. I can't remember this guy's name, though, for, for some reason. This big heavyweight who's out of, uh, somewhere in Europe. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, he, he looks hmm. to have a lot of good associated with, oh, you know what? It's not that guy. Yeah, I don't think it's that guy, Dichko. He's from, uh, he's... 
six nine. <laughs> Ivan Dichko. Hey, know, he's like. Uh, but you know what? Looking here yeah. at uh, Petar Milas, it looks like, and I don't know if this is legit or what, but it looks like uh, he's penciled in to take on Tony Yoka on September tenth. Oh wow! Which would be, wow, of course, that's... if you're looking to have him really Big... up in there. <laughs> Oh, I didn't see it, but I had to check his his uh, page for a while. So, so yeah, I don't see it here That's... on uh, Box Rec. I don't not that uh, that necessarily means it's the uh, not happening or it's it really... going to happen. Let me see. Yeah, it's a really big fight for him. I don't know why they brought him up so fast. I mean, he didn't fight for a while, so. I don't know if that's so <laughs> clever, but... I'm going to look into anyways, this to see if uh, this is actually something that is legitimately being considered. Yeah. Because he's with Frank Warren now. That's why he got that fight. <laughs> All yeah. right. Yeah, I think that would be uh, interesting. I like uh, what Tony Yoka has to offer. He has the uh, size and length as well. Athletic guy. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like... Um, yeah, there are a couple of sites reporting it. Yeah, so I think this is actually going to happen. Uh, Rollins hits a perfect. Yeah, boxing twenty four seven is reporting it. Um, bad left hook. Yeah, a lot of boxing season. Yeah, a lot of them. So I guess uh -huh. it's going to happen. He's coming back. Yeah, that is a lot for uh, having not fought since October of twenty nineteen. Yeah, because yeah, Yoka has yes. fought. You know, he's been active. Amazing, you know. I don't believe that that they didn't even give him one one fight. I mean, one tune up. That that's pretty. Uh, but I guess they are very. <laughs> they must be very confident of his abilities. Then, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Cause yeah, cause Yoka's fought three times since uh, that guy would have last fought in October of 2019. So Yoka fought twice in 2020 and uh, he fought here in March. So that is going to be interesting, mm. I would say. Yeah, but didn't he have one fight where he like didn't get the knockout, I think, recently, or was it someone else? No, because... yeah, Yoka, yeah, he took on Christian Hammer, the... Uh... Yeah, that's right. So he, he didn't really, really impress in that fight, I guess. Even though Hammer is kind of tough guy, but yeah, yeah, he's been around. He has, he's been around a while. Yeah, but he he's rather small. Maybe that's why. Maybe he was more mobile, too hard to hit for Yoka. I don't know. Okay. He's six two, I think. Hammer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, yeah, I was looking at his thing. Yeah, so he's uh, Romanian because I I was associating with him with uh, Germany, but it looks like uh, he does have German ties as well. Um, yeah, he is a yeah, he's original. Yeah, I think he's like that German Romanian. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Something. With German roots, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cool. All right, so yeah, so mm -hmm. that that's a big one, I would say. Um a big one. The biggie. <laughs> hey, Darren actually mentioned something in the com in the comments. Let me see. This here it says uh it's it's mad to think that heavyweight who are around 6'3 and weigh 220 to 230 are considered too small in today's division of giants. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah it is pretty, <laughs> that is pretty, uh, crazy. It's, about it. it's a trip. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it is yeah, crazy yes. thinking about that. Yeah, Darren, we're right there with you. That's something we discussed as well. Like a guy like Usyk, who seems to have packed on the type of muscle and poundage needed in a appropriate manner, you know, yeah. uh, moving up to heavyweight. But we still consider him small when you compare him to uh, Joshua <laughs> or Fury, you know, which is insane to think about it. The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Yeah, but I, I guess if I could choose, I'd rather be like that 6'3 or something. Not like this huge guy who can, who has a, yeah, who is not so fast and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I see also, Darren, you mentioned, yeah, you don't see Barrett uh, doing a lot in the, in, in the heavyweight division, at least. And uh, a uh, very decent yeah. heavyweight beats well, him. Yeah, I think, yeah. I don't, I don't either. <laughs> well, to be, to be completely honest, <laughs> I don't see him really getting far, you know, out there, like winning a world title or something. Yeah. Maybe he gets to fight for one, you know, one day, I don't know. But uh, yeah. to see him as a world champion is like a little bit far-fetched. You know, you know he started with boxing quite late, you know, in life. Mm -hmm. also. I, I believe he was like, uh, he was over 20 or something when he started boxing as an amateur. Oh, okay. I, oh, yeah, I, yeah, that, that yeah. is definitely uh, late in the boxing world, especially yeah. uh, of the last uh, uh, several uh, decades or last 50 years. I yeah, I think he... I think he like trained uh, maybe karate or something before I'm not sure what something some other kind of martial art. So yeah, you know. But uh, and I and 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 also yeah, since we're we're kind of mentioning him again, just even the sort of path to get to a heavyweight title with them only being in the hands of uh, Fury and Joshua is a pretty yeah. tough. Pass. That's tough sledding right there, especially being undersized. Yeah, there's yeah. too many guys that uh, <laughs> are very much dangerous and, and would surely, you know, and, and, and especially and knock him out for the yeah. most part. <laughs> yeah, and especially Fury with, with his uh, chin and all that, his, uh, re his recuperative powers. Yeah, and you know because Joshua has been stopped already, so you know that he can be stopped. But we don't know that for Fury, you know. Yeah, because he has been, you know, almost stopped, but he made it. Up. Yeah, he yeah. Made it right. Up. And plus, he was in there with uh, Vladimir Klitschko, even though the fight wasn't very good. Uh, but still, oh yeah, he wasn't able to uh, really hurt Fury in any way, if I recall correctly. No, no. and so. Yeah, yeah, I know he. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he tried. I think in the last three rounds or something, but he didn't uh, come close to really hurting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So one one interesting fact, though, while we are, you know, you have heard of maybe Crow Cup. Oh yeah, Marco Crow Cup. Crow Cup. Yeah, yeah, I like Marco. 
Yeah, the guy that uh, trains uh, Babbage, he also used to train Crow Cup, actually. Oh, cool. <laughs> because he used to box before, you know, Crow Cup, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he had sort of a mixed background of uh, boxing as well as kickboxing, because I know he was yeah. pretty deadly yeah, in yeah. kickboxing, uh, Crow Cup, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, I think, I mean, I personally think he should have stayed in kickboxing, but... Uh, yeah, he says that it was just the, a little too, too little uh, money, too little. Oh yeah, that's what I was. Thinking, I that's what I was thinking right there. Probably the money aspect of it because the money. <laughs> it doesn't get that same type of uh, viewership in play as a as boxing and MMA for sure. So yeah, I think that's a, yeah. a huge driver. Even though it's pretty exciting, yeah, I mean, it, it is pretty exciting. You yeah. don't have watched it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, you cannot de deny there are some fighters out there who are worth watching. Uh, and maybe some have also been boxers before. Yeah. Uh, many have been kickboxers, kick but... Yeah, I think it can yeah, be... Yeah, usually, yeah. Yeah, usually boxers haven't really done that well in UFC. X boxers like Tony, you know, well, oh, yeah, yeah. those guys, uh, France Bota, and you know, all those guys. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, but, I think, uh, yeah, you can kind of lump, excuse me, kickboxing, even though it's more bigger globally, in that same sort of viewership category as this new bare knuckle boxing club or bare knuckle fight club, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if you've seen any of that. Yeah. I've seen like a couple of things, uh, not like watching it is a bit in its entirety, but it's one of those things, yeah. kind of almost a novelty act in my in my opinion. Yeah. It says Ray Mercer did okay. Yeah, but he also got a few beatings. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. He, Merciless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he knocked out Tim Silva. I mean, he, who was a yeah. former. Uh, UFC heavyweight champion. Tim Celia, yeah. And right. he was like six foot eight, if I'm not mistaken. But he was wow. I know that he was uh not in, you know, tip top shape, uh in that fight with Mercer. Mm. But that being said, Mercer of course was an older guy and not in top yeah, shape either. You he's know? so tough. <laughs> yeah. He's a very tough tough guy, tough cookie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he is, he is. But yeah, I, I I do recall that, and it was a kind of one of those little brutal boxing style one punch knockouts as well. Took him out. Yeah, but you know, in that kind of in MMA, the wrestlers are always at an advantage because they pin you down, it's over, you know. So oh, yeah, unless you you should land the big punch that will knock you knock them out. If you can't, it's over most most often, you know. That's unless you have learned how to grapple and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I'm with you, uh, 100 percent. And I see Darren mentioned, uh, yeah, he's not a fan of the modern uh, bare knuckle boxing uh, either. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with you mm. there, Darren. Especially considering a guy like yourself who knows the history of you know the the real deal stuff from back in the day and all of that. And when I have seen the bare knuckle boxing, uh, or this new version of it, um, yeah, it's just it's just different, you know. And 
the athletes, you know, yeah. while they have some boxers, like I watched Chop Chop Corley against this guy, and this guy beat Chop Chop Corley. <laughs> of course, Corley probably should, should have been retired a long time ago, but of course he can do what he wants to do. You know what I'm saying? It's his, his thing. But yeah, it's just a different style of fighting and just him, Chop Chop Corley, who of course has all the experience in the world in regular boxing, you know, under Marcus Aquin, but yeah. rules. He really couldn't do much with this guy. And I think it's just because yeah. of some of the rules with the inside fighting and all that stuff. And it, and it, it, it isn't even uh, to the degree as it was in, like, those older times and that stuff that, uh, like, Darren, for instance, you uh, usually uh, speak on taking it back to the ungloved area, you know, talking 1700s and that type stuff. It isn't even on that level, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, speaking of bare knuckle, we have a. Uh, uh, I mean, in my in the boxing hell, we have a that guy who was the undefeated champion as a member actually, from Ireland. You know, a guy from Ireland who was that called was James Queen. James, no, no, he's not that guy. Okay, okay, the ball guy. Oh yeah, I remember no. you mentioned him before. <laughs> yeah, James Quinn McDonough. He's like over fifty years now old. But uh, for a while he he was in talks to fight Ken Shamrock, <laughs> but oh, yeah. that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ken because away yeah. right now, you know, he's taking enough damage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely, he's fought so long and had so many tough fights. Of course, well now this turned into an MMA talk. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> but uh, Darren, I see, he says, I think some of the older heavyweights such as James J. Jeffries and John L. Sullivan would do well in MMA as they were very effective in wrestling and grappling techniques. Yeah, I agree as well, you know, and you, they, you were allowed to do it a bit more then as well. I was, uh, I was actually chatting in this uh, group for this uh, upcoming boxing game, Esports Boxing Club, because I'm into the boxing video game. And yeah, some some guys are mentioning some of the old school fighters because there was a reference to having Sam Langford in there, and they were seeing looking yeah. at some of the old school fighters. All they did was hold and all of that stuff. And I think that you know when you go back to some of yeah. those uh, earlier times, of course you're transitioning from the London Prize uh, fighting rules and then just bare knuckle in general. You saw evolution in some sense, and also we continually seeing the officiating grow as well because there's a lot of bad officiating as well mm. and a lot of that stuff is allowed and, and one thing I mentioned was that yeah. it's the same as today if a fighter is getting beat up and he's allowed to hold he's going to certainly hold if the yeah. referee is, or official is going to allow him to do so so I think that's one of the yeah, main definitely. reasons behind it right there too yeah definitely I mean yeah there have been a, <laughs> more than enough holders uh, so far in those sports yeah mm -hmm. but yeah, but yeah well, it, it is uh interesting thinking about it <laughs> yeah definitely yeah hmm. uh, yeah any yeah i was gonna say but uh thinking also about the world of the heavyweights um i know we're 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 getting closer and closer to uh, Fury Wilder 3, which I'm certainly interested in, um, which we've oh, discussed. So that's going to happen. <laughs> After all, I thought it 
it was off. <laughs> well, no. well, sort of postponed. I guess we're we're getting closer to it there, oh, October. Yeah. But in the meantime, I guess the biggest news was, uh, of course, Usyk Joshua becoming official, and I saw it sold out in yeah. less than twenty four hours too, which is amazing. Like in in a month, like in uh, September. Yeah, it's coming soon. It's it's coming soon, and yeah. and clearly, uh, wow. you know, uh, both of course have been in the gym, and uh, Usyk, you know, even though he's uh, been waiting for that title shot, you can clearly see he's been in the gym. So I'll be interested in seeing mm. how he looks uh, coming out because he looks a lot more, a lot better in terms of it. Just seems he's filled out very well. Uh, heading into this fight, you know, so I'm going to be interested in seeing how he does uh, and how he handles the size of uh, Joshua by comparison to that Chisora yeah. fight, for instance. He's a very disciplined guy, you know, and uh, yeah. so training is no no problem for him. Uh, that's all, always a good thing, of course. I don't know, really, you know, the problem, of course, is that he really is not a puncher at this uh yeah. Division, especially, and even as a cruiserweight, he wasn't one of the hardest punchers either. I would say. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're, you're true there. That's something I thought about as well. Yeah. So that was he would like. I mean, most often he did knock out Tony Bellew, but that yeah. was. Uh, I know yeah. Bellew is just kind of coming <laughs> back, uh, in one foot out the door. Yeah. Even though I think that uh, yeah, uh, Usyk would have beat him so, at any point in uh, Bellew's career. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, some fighter just happens to land right punch at the right time. That was a nice one. Guy yeah, so it does happen. It doesn't just doesn't mean that he is a guy who usually does that. You know, with one punch, he doesn't. Of course, Usyk. <laughs> so. Yeah, but uh, of course it will be a really interesting fight. I believe. I hope it will be a good one, and it will be interesting to see how well Joshua uh, deals with that movement and the boxing uh, ability of Usyk, and yeah, and of course how Usyk deals with the Joshua's power and size and all that. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I'm in agreement there. And uh, but the Darren mentioned, yeah, the lack of uh power be will be a problem for or for Usyk mm. against uh Joshua. Yeah, I think so as well. Uh, Darren, there it's just yeah, it's because even though, yeah, that situation with uh Joshua getting knocked out by Ruiz and everything, I think it wasn't just uh as straightforward um as you know a typical knockout i think yeah. joshua got a little bit a, a little bit excited especially after he dropped ruiz with a hell of a shot yeah. and um let his guard down a little a little too much trying to go in for the kill but he's shown that he can box and all of that stuff so outside of that you yeah. know it's really been big guys that have hurt uh joshua in of mm. course it's not like Usyk is small. Right. It's not like Usyk is yeah. small when I say big guys. Yeah, but he's not. <laughs> you know yeah, he's he's not someone like, for instance, yeah, Dillian White or uh, who else? Or Vlad. <laughs> some of these other, yeah, or Wilder or someone like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I think that uh, that will be a factor for um, uh, Usyk. De definitely seeing how that power translates because. 
Um, yeah. He was able to get some good shots landed on Chisora, but hey, Chisora, Chisora. was more gas than I would say hurt. Uh, yeah, he does have a good chin after all. But uh, yeah, I I agree. I mean, it's not like he's gonna stop Joshua unless there should be some kind of maybe injury or I don't know. Yeah. And by Some, yeah, that stuff. And by that same token, I, I am also interested in seeing how Joshua boxes him. Whether we see, you know, the more cautious, yeah. stay on the outside, using his length and, and that type stuff, or if we see a Joshua who, if he does see an opportunity, kind of goes in, charges, and lets his guard down yeah. a little bit, which makes for exciting moments. And he has many exciting moments in his uh short uh career i would say um so it'll be interesting to see how he does this with Usyk, who he knows is a guy coming up from cruiserweight you know what i'm saying yeah definitely you know one of the reasons why reese could beat him is that he really lets go he's such a such a frenzy fighter and he has such fast hands you know and Usyk doesn't have any of that i would say he's not <laughs> that kind of guy yeah he's more like a composed fighter i mean very, very methodical you know and all that. yeah he very so, much is that um tactician yeah. in some sense you know very yeah. very skilled very, you know yeah. I, and yeah you're right he yeah. has a lot of subtle movements uh so he is uh yeah he's pretty um it is it is interesting and, and he also can take a very good punch so I don't know if Joshua will be able to stop him. So in in that, if if he could, uh, I mean, he must really let let go. I mean, uh, you know, let his hands go and stuff like that. Really take some risks, maybe. And uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we we may get that. Darren mentioned he thinks Joshua will fight on the front foot against Usyk because of his size and uh, power factors. And yeah, yeah, yeah that could. It definitely very well be the case right there because um mm -hmm. yeah joshua he, yeah, at this point you know he's been in with you know some of the biggest guys that are out there and, and mm -hmm. uh some big punchers at heavyweight and yeah maybe yeah. maybe he uh we we don't know at this point but yeah it'd be interesting to see what he thinks of uh Usyk, and i think we'll learn that for sure depending on how he starts out this fight yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean uh on the other hand, I don't know if Usyk should suffer some kind of bad knockout or something. I don't get a beating. I don't know. That might even make, I mean, lead to a, an early retirement. But he's also, how old is he now? He's like 33, 4. Yeah. Usyk, I believe. So he's not so young anyway, anymore. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I, you know, and, and the one thing I... I I guess I keep mentioning that I think is on his side in some sense is the fact that it, it does look like he didn't rush into it and he has gone about it in yeah. a very uh, calculated manner in terms of getting his body to this heavyweight level, level as opposed to uh, Michael Hunter, for instance, who I think is very good as well. But when I see his body... I just think he just kind of went to heavyweight. I don't know if he's put in that type of uh, time, you know what I'm saying? But he went yeah, to heavyweight to not 
really, I guess, have to go through that grueling weight set, I guess you can say, to get down the cruiserweight, yeah. you know? Yeah, of course, that can affect your speed and movement and everything, of course. Gaining so much muscle and <laughs> muscle weight and yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't want that Usyk. He doesn't want to lose that that advantage, I believe, <laughs> over Joshua. So he because he doesn't have many other advantages, yeah. definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think what you're saying there. For sure. Um Yeah, and uh The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Looking... Uh... A, a few other things that are out there really quick. Of course, we can beat down the heavyweights forever. Of course, that's the glory division for sure. <laughs> but we do have a few other... Uh, yeah, pretty, the glamour. Pretty, yeah, the glamour division for sure. We have a few other pretty interesting fights coming up. Uh, John Riel Casemiro against uh, Guillermo Rigondeaux, which I think is an excellent yeah. matchup. Rigondeaux, of course, is uh, older, but very much still probably one of the top just skilled boxers in the world. Uh, yeah. And that's without a doubt. He doesn't really, he, I'm sure he hasn't lost that sort of the, the intelligent factor. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he handles Casemiro, who is someone that's going to come in who can punch and should yeah. make uh, Ring and Dial either that's use true. his boxing skills or really look to land something to get him out of there, which he has done. He seemed to be more on the offensive mm -hmm. side in his last fights here, maybe because of some of the backlash and yeah. stuff stemming from when he fought Lomachenko that time. Yeah. Yeah, Casimiro has really scored some impressive knockouts. Um, last one against Zolani Tete. Which, Zolani uh, I Tete. Yo, know, he's such a freak of nature, so tall for it. Yeah, he's a big bantam big, Yeah, big bantam weight. Five nine, yeah. So <laughs> he's like the size of a good welterweight or something. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Casimiro does have that serious power, and he's yeah, he's so he's good enough, to, I think, to even knock out uh, Rigondeaux. It does depend yeah. how how much. <laughs> That guy has left, Mr. Je Jekyll. Yeah, the Jekyll. Yeah, yeah, I'm with yeah. you there. That's that's the part that I've been thinking about as well. How much does he have left? Um, he's always been a guy yeah. that, you know, he's not one of those guys that has ever come in out of shape or anything. And he, he's a small guy, yeah. so he stays right around his weight. So I'm sure he's 
not killing himself uh, to make weight like some of these other bigger guys. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he has left. And, yeah, what yeah, he has left that's... at this point. And I would say he doesn't have, if you really think about it, he doesn't have a ton of wear and tear in the sense that he hasn't taken any beatings or anything. He's been knocked out maybe twice. Uh, Donito Denier yeah. and then in this other fight against this guy in Japan. I can't remember exactly who he was fighting at the time. But I think those are the only two times oh, yeah. he's been knocked down. Now, in one of his last, yeah. one of his last fights, uh, I know he did get some. More he did get some, get some punishment by Lomachenko, but it was just six rounds. So yeah, yeah, quit. yeah, yeah. That is <laughs> true. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you know I do favor Casimiro, Casimiro to win, but. Uh, I think there may be a chance that Trigondo can pull off one last uh, really good performance and maybe even win one or get a, I don't know. Yeah, win or get a draw or whatever, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what... I don't think it would, yeah, oh, it would really set set Casimiro's career back if he lost to, to such a great uh, boxer. But, yeah, of yeah, course, he... Yeah, he does hold the title. I think it was, I'm not sure which one it was, IBF maybe. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say would, would be the uh, ultimate uh, script flip is say Rigondeaux win if we see him against Nonito Donaire again. <laughs> would that be yeah. crazy? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. What, what he did then was really amazing. That That fight was. Yeah, such a level of schooling I did not expect. Yeah, you know, really. he's really able to just take away uh, all of uh, Domain's best attributes, you know. Yeah, so he's so fast and that jab, amazing, you know, really amazing jab. And, uh, yeah, I remember this guy who I knew who was really like, uh, uh, how do you say it, a pundit. Uh, no, yeah. he, told, he <laughs> yeah. told me, and this was like 2010, and he told me, no, Rigondeau is uh, over the hill or you know past his prime now. I'm like, what already? Uh, <laughs> like, oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I guess yes, because of the fact that he was uh, starting late, having been in the Olympics yeah. for so long, or amateur. Yeah, for he so was long. like 26, or I don't know something. Like <laughs> Thought he was over the hill. <laughs> nah, he's uh, yeah, yeah, one of the best boxers in the world, without a doubt. Um, and I'm not talking that yeah. simply just a pound for pound. Just people can actually freaking box in a way that uh, yeah, many wish they could uh, could sort of get that form. And he has scored some really good uh, knockouts, even, but that's because he's that good. You know, he just knows how to land that punch. You know, I mean the timing, everything. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I was thinking about that, and I guess that made it so. Uh, that uh, made it such a letdown in his fight against Lomachenko because people were clamoring for that because you were just seeing two of yeah. the sort of elite level tacticians that historically I think you can even throw it in that mix uh, that were being matched up at that particular time, and it did turn out yeah. to be a, a letdown. 
But, you know, yeah, I guess yeah. some stuff, some aspect of it in terms of the size could be expected in to a certain degree with uh, Rigan Dial coming up and many questioning him jumping two divisions and how that would affect him yeah. because he, he's not not big, you know what I'm saying? He, yeah, yeah. He's not a big guy. Definitely. And I think, <laughs> yeah, he was, he was taking a chance. You can applaud him for taking the chance, but, of course, it was a letdown in terms of how it ultimately played out. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know if I if I have even seen that fight. Maybe I have, but yeah, long ago. <laughs> I watched it but, yeah, at the time. I, think, I was trying to go to it. I was yeah. trying to get a credential, of course, but they had it in the small theater at Madison Square Garden, and they only gave a select few in the media. In terms of uh, the actual, yeah. I guess, legitimate media, like the, you know, of course, Fox, ESPN, all the big wigs and all that stuff. I wanted to go see this. I knew, and it sold out fairly oh, quickly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it's always like that at times, I guess you can say. I think that fight was the one where, you know, everybody, all those who have earlier doubts or, you know, been like down on Lomachenko, it was then, and everybody said, yeah, this guy is definitely, you know, the shit, you know, or whatever you call it. He's really the, really something, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a package delivered here. Of course, they leave it right <laughs> in the front of the freaking steps where oh, anybody can get it. Nice sweater yeah, outside. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Not bad for today, you know. Yeah, here also, but now it's got a little bit clouded. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, been kind of. It was supposed to rain, but <laughs> no, there was no rain at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had a good little bit over the past few. Uh, like yesterday, we had a decent amount, um, which was needed. It's almost feeling drought like uh, here for a period. Oh yeah. Uh, so on my way for it. Check this out. You see this? Wow. The ace of spades. <laughs> oh, you do magic tricks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't That's reveal cool. my secrets. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. I'm not going to ask you to. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, though. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but, yeah. Um... Yeah. But yeah, we were on Rigan DL, and, and yeah, that, that's yeah. a good one. Also, uh, I saw that. Uh, Another good fight, I think Virgil Ortiz is taking on um, oh, yeah. the name that is, I know it's Aegis, is what I mean, Cavillioscus, I guess you can say. Well, I yeah, may have butchered, I may have butchered. Yeah, Ca Agidius. Cavillioscus. Cavillioscus. Okay, Cavillioscus. <laughs> I think actually it's a, like pronounced Kavaliauskas, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> and it's yeah. uh, the mean machine, so we'll stick with the mean machine since that seems uh, mean machine. <laughs> that seems uh, ring well, but uh, yeah. So Virgil yeah. Ortiz is. I think this is a very good fight, a very interesting very. matchup. Um, and this yeah. is a step up for Virgil Ortiz in the sense that uh, mean machine. His only loss has come at the hands of arguably the top boxer in the world, you know, depending on where you rate Crawford in comparison to Canelo and others. Uh, so this should be a very interesting test here for Virgil Ortiz, who I think for all intents and purposes 
has looked apart very well and has been able to, mm. you know, he's been able to answer all the tests thus far that have been thrown in front of him. So I have no reason to think that he won't come primed and ready for this particular test as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I mean, it's a very good test. Yeah, for sure. This guy is, uh, well, he's been uh, in against Crawford. So, Kavaliauska. And he had, so and he he had a few good he... moments in that fight with Crawford too. So, yeah. Yeah, and he's he's also a puncher, I would say. So you know that's a, it's not a safe fight for uh, Ortiz Correct. in any way. But uh, he is the favorite, I would say. It's not just it's just not like he's uh, you know, it's like a uh, <laughs> hundred to one favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifty to one. <laughs> so you know anything can happen, of course. Yeah, as we know from the past <laughs> yeah yeah without a doubt and you know in my uh in, in assuming uh yeah I, I think that i I'll, I'll be leaning a little bit towards uh virgil ortiz in this one i think he's tough he can box he can yeah. punch and it looks like his punches actually hurt when they land uh for from what i've seen mm -hmm. uh, thus far in his career and i think that the ultimate matchup or at least one of the ultimate sort of young fighters taking it back to the days when fighters just fought is a matchup between Virgil Ortiz and uh, Jerron Boots Ennis, if that is able to happen oh, yeah. at some point. But, of course, I'm sure they'll be pulled in the past and they may want themselves to take on the bigger names at welterweight, considering uh, they'd likely be able to make their biggest bucks against those bigger names at welterweight like a like a uh spence crawford etc and maybe even their promoters would think hey if we're going to take this risk we don't want to take it against uh we don't want these mm -hmm. two young guys who are poised to be major players here for the foreseeable future against each other but that, that's one I, I definitely want to see at some point yeah me too me too really i really like ortiz yeah and uh who, who did he knock knock out last? It was some pretty good fighter. Yeah, um, the one I can remember is uh, the guy who kind of been uh, just, uh, or maybe that was his last one. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I have it right here. I'm on a uh, box trip, looking at the little schedule. So in his last one, he took yeah. on oh yeah, Maurice Hooker. That was a good fight. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. So it was a really impressive uh, yeah. victory, and he was uh, really, you know, he looks like a future star, definitely. Without a doubt, and he's a very nice guy. Yeah, also I would say he looks like a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things, you yeah. know, I've seen like uh, some stuff he's like active on social media. Yeah, he just seems to really be a sort of down home, small town. He has that type, small town yeah. kid type of uh, attitude from what I've seen. And the fans yeah. really turned out to uh, support him. He's from Grand Prairie, Texas. Um, so, yeah, they seem, uh, fans really do like him. And I think he's thus far, he's shown to be a pretty nice guy, as you mentioned. Um, and, yeah, so Maurice yeah. Hooker, as he took on, and then prior to that, Samuel Vargas. I was thinking about that one because I kind of did. Of course, he blasted through uh, Samuel Vargas in his uh, last uh, matchup as well. 
Vargas, yeah, that's right. And Vargas is yeah, a tough I mean, guy, pretty, you know, and, uh, and yeah. Ortiz was just basically, his shots were just so brutal. Yeah, it's like that, you know, he's a destroyer, and he's also tall for a division, so yeah. he's a... Uh, I, I can see him moving up to 154 in the future, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, and, yeah, from what I've seen, yeah, he definitely has the frame uh, to definitely uh, put on the extra pounds in, in a proper manner. Yeah, he's 5'10", so, yeah, that could definitely yeah, be something. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, uh, but I hope, of course, he first gets to fight. One of the top dogs, uh, of course, either Spence or Crawford or someone like that, you know. Yeah. Porter, um, yeah. Yeah, and you know, um, well, yeah, speaking of Porter, I think, yeah, the WBO, I believe, ordered Porter versus Crawford. So that uh, may happen here. Oh, yeah, right. That may happen here soon. So, so. Yeah, that's. It'll be an interesting matchup. Very as well. good. <laughs> Yeah, very good. I like it, you know. I like it because, uh, uh, well, Spence, you know, who knows how <laughs> that fight will be made. Who knows when, you know, it may take. Yeah, that is that is a question, of course. Uh, a good question yeah, it, of when, yeah. <laughs> when both are undefeated, you know, they're both very, both champions, both are very, you know, big names already. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Crawford has has been that for a while but Spence also is now yeah yeah. Big name. <laughs> yeah 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 definitely um yeah that'll be a yeah that'll be an interesting one yeah I still think that is the fight in boxing uh Crawford versus Spence I still think yeah outside of yeah you know Joshua uh Fury Joshua Wilder they each had their that same luster mm -hmm. Um, but I still think uh, that the fight in boxing, and I think many will agree with that, is Crawford versus Spence. And each day, mm. each day we uh, flip over the calendar is just more and more like, come on, is this going to actually happen? Especially, yeah. especially considering Spence is uh, probably going to be moving up to 154, and it, I know that weight cut. Oh, yeah. I know that weight cut is definitely uh, probably a challenge for him, so I can see that too. Yeah. So if it doesn't happen after this yeah. fight, then uh, or say whatever happens, or we don't know who's going to win this fight. We have uh, mm. thoughts on who's going to win between uh, Spence, or between yeah Spence and Pacquiao. But if it isn't, assuming Spence wins, yeah, if Pacquiao. it isn't Spence. <laughs> Uh, Crawford after Spence Pacquiao, then I don't think it's gonna happen. Definitely not at one hundred and forty-seven pounds. Hmm. Yeah, I've seen Pacquiao train, work out, and uh, mm -hmm. he does look, uh, you know, in good shape as always. But I think this time, you know, it may not be enough against Spence. I don't know, but uh, I wouldn't really favor him in this fight now. Because uh, he's simply not <laughs> at, at his peak anymore, even though he still yeah. can fight. But uh, yeah, not only he, he should be on. Yeah. Yeah, not only that, he not only is he at not at his peak, but he has so many outside interests as well. Yeah. It's amazing that he's right. been able to, you know, Senator. stand this long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and continue to yeah. have that focus with all this that he has going on outside of boxing. You know. Yeah. 
you know and i was while i was watching it was a live you know a live stream and uh yeah i think that was yesterday right? everybody yeah it was yeah, yesterday everyone from the philippines <laughs> <laughs> you know i think man many were calling him senator pacquiao especially those who were from the philippines so so yeah, that's the yeah. It, right? Yeah, it's really. I really wonder when he is going to retire because it's gonna be forty-three in October, I believe. Yeah, so I know he's like almost a year younger than me, but just a little less than a year. Yeah, <laughs> ten, ten months. Yeah, you know, I think yeah, this this could be the swan song, especially depending on how the fight plays out. Um. Hey, this could be yeah. a sort of swan song fight, and maybe that's how it was able to be made with the thought and intent that, hey, yeah, this is the last probably big money fight I can get at welterweight. Yeah. yeah. And, and, of course, the Crawford one never panned out. So, yeah, this is pretty much the last one at this particular point. He can generate, I guess, the most from his name in comparison to the opponent that he's uh, taking on. So maybe this is the swan song, and then from there, I think that he he can thrive uh, joining that world of uh, exhibition type of novelty fights that we're seeing with Mayweather yeah. now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like for money, just give me, show me the money, and I'll come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So at this stage, yeah. that may be sort of next in the uh, books for uh, Pat. Because I know he's already interested in yeah. taking on McGregor at that uh, at one particular period. Uh, so, wow. so why not? You know, well, maybe maybe he's got a chance against McGregor, but not against Khabib. But he's now retired anyway. So, oh yeah, but no, I was <laughs> I, I was I, thinking in a boxing match, not him actually getting in the. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> boxing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not not yeah, uh, I, not in the octagon. <laughs> yeah, that would be too brutal, him against McGregor in an MMA match, I think. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that the size uh, is pretty bad, if, um, especially yeah. for, yeah, what were they fighting at? One, maybe, you know what, I think they were fighting at 155, so I guess it isn't too drastic, but oh, yeah. Pacquiao's a huge yeah, guy, they, you know, but it'd be interesting. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. And especially with a there guy like so Sabine, I mean, if he takes you down, yeah, yeah, even the top MMA guys seemingly can't get up, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Khabib is, Khabib is a monster, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, now there are, you know, you have Jake Paul and <laughs> making yeah. fights, you know, he's now become a, almost like a promoter. And, he's headlining. Uh, I've heard. Yeah, and you, you, I have read that uh, Dubois or Dubois will be making uh, his USA, the how you say it, the 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 yeah, the and one who, who else? The, there was one other from UK, I think, boxer. I forgot. I believe. Uh, uh, wasn't it Connor Bid gonna make the? Oh yeah, maybe. Or maybe uh, not. No, maybe not. No, maybe not. not not then i don't know i don't know maybe it was but anyway that was uh something that i was kind of you know 
Like, hmm, what? <laughs> yeah, I could, could be off on that one on the counter of Ben one. But I know that, yeah, because Ben, I'm just thinking about him because I know he's supposed to fight recently. Um, yeah. I, I really, I, my mind is blank totally. <laughs> I can't recall who the other guy is. But because I really, I was really kind of, uh, my attention was on Dubois. Our, as I said, Dubois. Dubois. <laughs> French pronunciation it it is a french name i don't know what how he ended up in england <laughs> but, yeah. <anyway. laughs> but yeah it wasn't kind of being for sure because i know that that dean fight was going to be taking place at fight camp which is there in essex or wherever corner yeah and maybe it was someone that. else who was uh, uh with frank warren i guess oh yeah and uh, yeah, there was one guy, one other guy I, I was kind of wanted to take, talk about uh, that guy who you, you call him Ma Mangia. Was oh, Jaime Mangia. Jaime Mangia. Yeah. <laughs> He's a very, very good fighter. Oh, yeah, what's yeah. going on with him? Let's see if anything yeah. in, in the work or anything of that nature. I think there was something uh, there. It was a fight he was going to have. Uh, yeah, let me see. So yeah, he last was against uh Meta, which he handled in well. I thought he looked good in that fight. Uh, you know, of course, Sarah's Meta isn't yeah. a world beater or anything, but he's a decent boxer. No. <laughs> yeah, that guy from Poland. Yeah. Well, he's a skilled boxer, really, at least. You know what I'm saying? So, but I think I like yeah. I like how uh, Mangia is looking so far under. Uh, mm. El Terrible. Yeah. El Terrible. I like how he's looking so far. He's yeah, he's got the size, he's got the power, he's got pretty much everything. I don't know about defense, but uh, he's really really good to, I mean exciting to watch. Yeah. Indeed. And some will say he hasn't fought anybody yet, uh, to really see, but uh, what I can say is uh I have noticed uh, from a development perspective, I've seen those gradual changes since he first kind of burst on the scene, you know what I'm saying, which I think is indication yeah. of good things when you think about it. Yeah, he had one fight where he didn't look so good, and then everybody was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, he's not that good. <laughs> so, yeah, Dennis, uh, so Dennis Hogan does it back in 2019. So yeah. I, so I think he's grown since one, that yeah. fight, you know what I'm saying? I think he's grown since, that was uh, April 13th, yeah. 2019. So he's looked a lot better looked... since from then to now, you know what I'm saying? Against Spike, yeah, Spike oh, yeah. O'Sullivan. Yeah. Gary Spike <laughs> O'Sullivan. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, that's good. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm interested in seeing yeah, what's next for uh how many minutes yeah, because I think that um yeah. he's at this point now that uh hey, maybe it's one of those true top ten guys next, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And another future candidate for Canelo, you know, for <laughs> He beats Canelo. <laughs> Everybody, I think many of his fans are saying that he, he can beat Canelo already. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I think that's. Uh... <laughs> hey, you know. He's still at fandom. 160, so, yeah. Fandom indeed. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I don't know yeah. if he's ready for Canelo yet, but I will say that I think he's a, a, a very good young fighter, and I want to – so he's at 160, so let me see, see who I would like yeah. to see him against. You know, just if I could play matchmaker for a day or whatever, just given what he's done thus far, who would I like to see Jaime Munguia? Demetrius Andre. <laughs> yeah, of course we want to see Andre against a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's a very fun guy. Fun to watch. Yeah. You know, I you know uh, one that I'm looking at here, even though he's older, maybe I would like to see uh Mungia against uh Erislandi Lara, see how he does. Oh wow, that would be a really big test, yeah. Uh, Lara's thirty-eight uh, yeah, at this point. Not? You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, he's no longer at his top, definitely. I'm just looking at a beast. list of the guys out there. If some think that is too much, then let me see. I still haven't seen that fight with Castano, Cast Lara and Castano. I really oh, yeah. said that Castaño won that fight, actually. Yeah, it was tough for Lara. You know, Castaño, he's a, he, he has size to him. So, um, that was yeah. a close fight. I, I do recall it being a close fight. I don't know that I had uh, any definitive uh, sort of approach for it to one either way. But I do know it was a close fight. And Castaño, he, he's a real dog. That's why I knew that yeah. coming into that fight with uh, think... Charlo, he was going to be a, a major problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I knew he would, but uh, you know, I've been following him for a while. And, uh, I think he's probably the best Argentinian fighter right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, which says quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, I think he is the guy. Um, uh, depending on how rate, highly you relate the uh, comeback version of Sergio Martinez, he's got to be the guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, just that, you know, being uh, from where he is, it's uh, not that easy for him to get the, the, the decisions always in in America. So oh, yeah. that's, that's a problem. Yeah, that, that was next He's up never in the gonna... last fight, and I thought it was a good fight. Of course, Batu scored, yeah. had to screw things over again, but it was a good fight last time out. And, um, yeah, it's just a shame that uh, ultimately uh, – it played out the way it did, but you, yeah. but you know, I'm looking here now. Another guy, Jaime Mejia, could take on that may be uh, even better sort of uh, parameter for where he is is uh, Masij Suleski, Suleski or whatever. Oh yeah, but I think he will be a good play if Mejia is yeah. a serious player, and if his fans think he could uh, beat Canelo, then I want to see him against yeah, Suleski. Suleski. Tuletsky lost to Andre, but I think uh, that was a pretty good fight. Yeah, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was decent. Yeah, he lost, he's only lost to uh, yeah. Andre and uh, Daniel Jacobs. He beat Gabriel Rosado. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that was. He be also good he stopped the guy Hugo Centeno Jr., who is pretty good also. Oh so, yeah, it is right. Yeah, Centeno Jr. Yeah, yeah. I see that Centeno Jr. is uh yeah he's a pretty decent uh fighter. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, I see. So yeah, there are yeah, yeah there are a few potential fights uh, for Mungia. 
Yeah, so it just depends. Yeah, whether his his management uh, will want to. So he's golden boy, the... right? So yeah, you know, yeah, that's right. Oscar has, you know, at times, you know, thrown some guys in there. You know, he hasn't shied away from letting them bite the top or letting them, yeah. you know, step up. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes from here. And I also think that you know Oscar realizes in his team, even if it's not just Oscar the sort of buying power that Mangia has in Mexico should he uh, be able to just continually um, do what he's doing to get some of these guys and just generating that buzz. And if people are throwing his name out there with uh, Canelo, then, of course, it's going to look a lot better if he's 41, 42, and 0, uh, and they set that up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's so far looked impressive in most of his fights. So uh, he stopped most of his opponents also. So, you know, that kind of shows that he is capable of really, you know, really achieving something. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I do I do think he's mm. capable. Yeah, and it's just a, mm-hmm. just a matter of, yeah, we just need to see him with, see him with someone else. Uh, before, yeah, before there are, in there with Canelo, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there are some very good Mexican fighters. As usual, we have yeah. also that guy, uh, Valdez. Oh, yeah, Oscar Valdez. Yeah, yeah. I've always Oscar. liked Oscar Valdez. I saw him live yeah. once in uh, Arizona back in 2017 when he took on Genesis Cervania, who is actually going to be fighting uh, oh. here soon. And it was an excellent fight. Valdez actually went down and recovered from that and dropped uh, Savania with a hell of a shot. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he's a good fighter. Savania. Yeah, I also watched Savania live once against the Japanese fighter. That was also one of those fights. Mm-hmm. First, he scores a knockdown, and he gets knocked down himself. And it's all back and forth with him always, it seems. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, very aggressive fighter. Yeah, yeah. and speaking of uh, Mexican fighters, um, I don't think we talked about it since the uh, last fought, but uh, what about Gilberto Ramirez? What did you think of his uh, fight with uh, Sullivan Barrera? Yeah. What did you think of that? Sullivan Barrera, actually... I don't know if you caught it. No, or. actually not, unfortunately. Okay. No. But yeah, he was able to beat uh, I, I, Sullivan Barrera. Actually, stopped him uh, to the body midway through. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I, I did see that. I mean, I did read about it. But uh, yeah, I don't know where I can. Maybe I can find it. Fight somewhere. In, I don't. Yeah, they might have it on uh, YouTube at this point. They may yeah. Have it. Sometimes they show only highlights, so maybe the knockout at least. Yeah, but I. I <laughs> but yeah, he's. Yeah, I thought of him yeah. because I uh, at that card that uh, where I saw Oscar Valdez against Cervania, it was headlined by Ramirez against Jesse Hart. Well, yeah. he's capable, definitely. I mean, Ramirez and he's a uh, very tall. Yeah, yeah. For a Mexican, yeah. Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah, al- almost six three. Mm-hmm. So. But he's got really the tools. I mean, he's got the boxing ability and and the punch. So as we have seen, <laughs> yeah, he has some tenaciousness so, to him. But yeah, I was just wondering your thoughts yeah. on that because he's a guy who 
at 175. He said he wants Dimitri Bivol yet, but everybody says they want Dimitri Bivol next at 175. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. But, of course, we know the guy a, yeah. is a boogeyman, as uh, some would say, is uh, <laughs> Petra Behead, but nobody ever calls him out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. He is so, so intimidating, and uh, yeah, has destroyed everyone so far. So yeah, I don't think there will be many. He will be getting many offers from those top, top fighters. Yeah, and it's crazy thinking about it because Bivol isn't an easy fight necessarily. You know, he's a excellent yeah. boxer and. Uh, He's shown yeah, in the past a, that he can punch uh, when needed. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, definitely. It would be a boxer versus puncher fight, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Cool. Cool. What do you think? You trying to ready cool. to wrap this thing up or any more? You yeah, sure. I, <laughs> why not? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've been on for uh, like more than an hour now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Not sure. Well, you know, I get you yeah. a little track of time talking about boxing. Uh, I was the last yeah. thing I would mention. I did watch uh event last night. Yeah. Um, I didn't finish it, but the TBC event, and uh, Michael Fox, who was fighting, uh, oh. he's out of this area. He was taking on um, this guy out of uh, Venezuela or something like that. Uh, well, yeah. Gabriel Mastry or whatever he's three and oh, but he's decorated yeah, amateur. Mastry. Mastry, yeah, yeah, he's a decorated amateur, and many, myself included, in the boxing world, felt Fox won the fight, but uh, the judges uh, really uh, kind of messed him over. You know what I'm saying? And it was a bad yeah. black eye type of uh, wow. decision. Yeah, yeah. It's very weird. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It doesn't happen a lot, you know, that a guy from, well, I mean, a foreigner gets a decision he didn't deserve. It. I yeah. guess it does happen. And this was know, for a WBA <laughs> uh, title. Uh, I think it might have been a super yeah. title or something like that. And Fox was a replacement. There, was, This guy was supposed to take on another guy. And this guy is 3-0. and He's a decorated amateur, I guess, in, from Venezuela. Oh. So many think oh, there's yeah. some corruptive ties to it in terms of how it was handled <laughs> with the WBA. And it was in Minnesota, okay. which oh, isn't yeah. a hotbed. So, of course, boxing judging just sucks, you know. Yeah, and I know WBA are based in Panama. So, you know, there's a lot of corruption yeah. also there. Yeah, so this is one of those. So check that out. It was a PBC on Fox, but Stanionis was fighting yeah. as well against Luis Colazzo. I didn't watch that one. I was disgusted yeah. about the prior fight. And that that fight ended like a no contest, right? Something somebody got hurt, a uh, cut. I mean, I think. Oh yeah. That yeah, it had to be stopped before. Uh, I don't know how many rounds it went, but oh, I mean, okay. nobody won. I'm looking at it now. <laughs> In the end, nobody. It looks like four yeah. rounds, so yeah, it ended up being a no yeah. decision. Yeah, so it had to go at least to five because, yeah, yeah those are the rules. Mm. Uh, yeah, I was surprised, that, as a matter of fact, just seeing that Colazzo was still going at it, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> he's young guys. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> just, even, I don't know why. He's not, he's, uh, well, because he's 40. I just feel like, for some reason, it just feels like he's been around for such a long time, you know what I'm saying? 
Well, he has actually, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, he, he has. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. But cool. Yeah. Cool, man. Hey, I That's appreciate cool. the uh, <laughs> discussion. Um, and of course, we'll uh, get yeah. back at it uh, again. Anytime. We'll, <laughs> Anytime. We'll, we'll discuss again. Let's set up something again. So, uh, in the meantime, definitely yeah. have a good one, man. Yeah, you too. All right. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody, and I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Pick any program and just follow it step by step, like our 21-day fix program or the ab shredding muscle burns fat program. Plus, there's free support in personalized fitness groups with our community of over 2 million members. Now is the time, so don't wait. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.